This is an ABC podcast. The Bucket List. So we have a about a two and a half year old Abyssinian whole male. Nice coat, nice tight coat, nice clear front legs. Hi there. My name is Tamsin Bickerton. This is Catamount Snow White. We compete against the Sphinx to get the best entire shorthead cat. 2.7-year-old spay, brown marbled bingle. Fabulous feel to the coat. My best of breed bingle, who's in here making biscuits. Very relaxed. This blew me away. Yeah, I didn't expect a first place. You know, it's different cats, different patterns. Depends on the day who's going to be the one that gets picked. And yeah, apparently over in America there's a cat, a boy cat that looks identical to her who does lots and lots of winning over there too. So that's what they were absolutely amazed about too, seeing something very similar. So Tam, what goes into being a cat exhibitor and doing cat competitions? Well, you've got to groom them, keep them in good condition and everything like that. Normal cat shows, there's not a lot of people and there's not all the noise and everything like that. So they've got to be pretty sound cats to be showing here. But, yeah, you've got to groom them. I mean, if you've got long hair, it's even more grooming. My grooming, a lot of it, is just patting. Bengals don't have cat hair. They have more like a pelt, like a um, lion or a tiger or because they come from the Asian wild cat or Asian leopard cat, depending on where you come from, what you call it. But, yeah, so, you know, you've got to clean their ears, you've got to trim their nails so that they don't scratch and things like that, clean their eyes and, you know, just all that general stuff, keeping them nice and clean, keeping them nice and healthy, wormed, vaccinated, all of that sort of thing. Entire girls, because they, um, you know, they go through pregnancies and things like that. Me, personally, I only let them have one litter a year. So they recover from putting all that effort into having kittens. So therefore, yeah, I have good condition cats. My oldest is 14. You wouldn't know that she's 14 because I keep them in such good condition and that's why everybody loves these guys. But then it's also getting up early in the morning to take them in. <laughs> yes, they get bathed too, so they go in the shower. These guys don't mind water. They're semi-water cats, lovers, sort of things like that, so they don't mind showers. They sort of go, Mum, we only want to play here. We don't want to actually have a bath. Another thing, too, a lot of people like about them is that they're because they've got the cat pelt, they don't shed a lot of hair. So you can hold them and only get a little bit of hair on you where a lot of long hair or even like your moggy, your domestic short hair, you get lots of hair all over the place. So a lot of people who are allergic to cat hair like these guys because they've got the pelt and it's not so much. For me, it's fairly easy. I mean, you keep the cages nice and clean. You wash the curtains you know, after every showing. You give them a bath. These guys are bathed three days beforehand so that their natural oils in their skin come back onto the and you don't get a dried out fur field. And so Tam, do you also have to think about not only the outside of what's going on with your cat, but also what you feed them and you know that that also lends itself to what we're going to see in yeah, terms yeah. of appearance? Yeah. Well mine are mostly a natural diet, raw diet. I do do biscuits, but it's a holistic biscuit. So it's more of a natural biscuit. Watch how much salt is in the biscuit. 
because then the cats will drink a lot more water and then you're going to get kidney function problems and all of that sort of thing because it's drying out. Feeding them chicken necks keeps their teeth nice and clean. People who don't give their cats bones or chicken necks or things like that sometimes have to go and visit the vets to have their teeth cleaned. I've never had to do that in all the time that I've been breeding, which is, uh, well, she's 14 now, so say 13 years. I've never had to take the cats to the vets to have their teeth cleaned. Only one thing I do on canned is fish because I couldn't be bothered cooking up fish. and then stripping it down and all that sort of stuff. So I just do tinned fish. The tuna or the fish, the oils in there give them a nice shiny coat and it doesn't matter what breed. You, you give that a nice shiny coat and, you know, it's good for them too. It gives their guts all cleaned out. Yeah. Tam, do you remember your first cat show? My first cat show? Oh, Ambika, you're 14 years old and I got you when you were about three months old. Too long ago. <laughs> you know, you win some days. You, you know, you don't win some days. I come for the sheer pleasure of it. I see my friends. They've got different breeds. One of my friends who has a Bengal down there, I bred that Bengal. And, but we've been friends. She's got another couple more of my Bengals. So, you know, but I've got other friends, the Sphinx people. They're my friends and, you know, all sorts of other things. It's the social life I like about it. I don't like, you know, this cat fight because I congratulate everybody who wins. You know, never expect to win. And, and I think if you treat cat showing or dog showing or horse showing or whatever showing you do as a social aspect, not as a, you know, sheep station thing, then you enjoy it. Your cats, in this case, are more relaxed because you're relaxed. And I think that's where a lot of the things come out. And then these sorts of places, people get to see the cats and they get to touch the cats that they may not normally do. And they get to see, you know, like they've got a pelt-like feel compared to the other cats which you know once again they wouldn't normally get to do by just looking through a book or something like that you know they get to see the different ones and yeah were your parents into cat competitions no mum used to breed burmese when we lived in darwin and she did do a few shows but they were different sorts of shows they called them closed shows so you went in you'd put your cat in the cage and you left and the cat judging got done and you came back to see where these are what they call sort of open shows so you can stay with your cat and you can see the judging and things like that. My mother started breeding Rhodesian Ridgebacks and that's where more of my showing what started was in the dogs and then I decided I want, you know, I wanted a cat and I went, I want a Bengal and I want a breed Bengal. So I went and got Ambika, my now 14 year old and she just loves showing. She just absolutely loved it, and people love seeing her. So that's where I developed my love for coming to shows. And I don't have enough time to do all the shows, damn. But I get out to the ones that I can get out to, and but I enjoy them. Then they're they're my downtime. So it's your hobby, it's really. It's my hobby, yeah. Costs a lot of money, but it's my hobby, yeah. But like a lot of hobbies, they cost a lot of money, yeah. Well, on that, Tam, I mean, if we talk about money, I mean, roughly, if you were interested in going into this line of cat competitions, being an exhibitor, what are you looking at roughly 
Well, per cat, an entry can be sort of like between $25 and $45. And that depends on how many judgings you've got or whether there's international judges going to be at that show. So it depends on that. But that's for one cat. So you add, you know, another $30 to $40 for each other cat that you bring. And obviously, if you're looking at showing a cat, you're going to have to get a purebred cat, so there's the cost there. Really? No, you can show your domestic short hair, long hair in the companion section. So for the companion section, unlike the purebreds where they've got a standard that they've got to be judged under, a companion, it's how well they're groomed, how nice they are, if they're playful. It's a completely different judging and sometimes a lot more fun. These guys sell anywhere from 800 upwards Sphinxes anywhere from you know 1200 upwards. It depends on what's going to fit in with your family, how much time you've got for doing these things because cat shows are a day event, so you've got to put that day aside. You've got to get here early in the morning, so most cat shows start about 9 9:30. You've got to be benched and in your cage, and generally you can't leave until three or five o'clock, depending on the show. Like here at Ecker, it's five o'clock because we're here for the people as well. Um, other shows, it might be three o'clock. So it's a whole day. So you've got to be willing to do that sort of stuff as well. So it depends on, you know, what you want to do. You know, you can either enjoy Kitty at home or enjoy Kitty at the show. <laughs> Who likes the Selkirk Rex the best? Who likes the Sphinx the best? The Sphinx is my best. My name is Shireen Henriksen. My cat's name is Manis, just pure wicked. And today she's won fifth in show and a best in show. So she won a best in the group of short hair cats. How long have you been doing this? About 11 years we've been, you know, into the Sphinx and breeding them. And what goes into looking after a Sphinx? Well, basically they need to be bathed every three to four weeks. They need their ears clean weekly, their toenails where they're a little bit grubby because they don't have hair needs to be done weekly as well. And that's about, you know, the basic care of the Sphinx. So just regular baths. When you go into a competition, do you have an idea of what the judges are looking for? Luckily, there's a written breed standard based on a 100-point system. And the judges, of course, have their own opinion what's the best cat on the day. So temperament is a factor, disposition, but most of all, you know, how closely the breed meets the standard, the written standard. So it's pretty much a beauty contest for cats. So Shireen, how do you get cats used to an environment like this? Well, firstly, we handle them regularly when they're young. We take them out, we take them to other shows. I mean, not as noisy as the Ecker, but we start slow. We take them into smaller shows and less noisy shows and we build them up. And then by the time they hit the Ecker, they're more relaxed. Um, And of course, you know, it helps if you have visitors coming over and handling your cats and she's used to loud noises and stuff like that. And we do a bit of flicker training. So we show her the flicker and she just goes nuts for the flicker. And when she behaves, she's been told she's a good girl. And so she knows. She likes to be rewarded and she likes the attention. Look at her. So she is a show cat. (laughs) Pretty much she is a show cat. 
She knows she's gorgeous and she loves the attention. So, Shireen, how long do you spend doing this? Is this a hobby for you or is this your full-time job? Well, it's a hobby, but it's a, it's a passion because we love the cats and we take them out and we show pretty regularly. So we're going to shows maybe three times a month and that's, that's a huge commitment on the weekend. We could decide to do other hobbies, but we really, really like showing our babies off to everyone and the judges. And we like to win, of course. <laughs> so where does the ECA sit in terms of the competition year for you? It's one of the most important competitions. Apart from the ECA, we also go to the Sydney Royal. And we also have a big nationals that we attend, whereby all the cats compete throughout Australia. And they converge in one venue. And like for the nationals, there are about 500 cats. And she got a reserve nationally. So, you know, I was really stoked. So she's obviously a very good traveller then. Yeah, she is. But you need to train them early when they're little. You put them in a the carrier and take them around the yard in the car and then get them used to the noises and get them used to being in the car with you, in a cage, of course. But, yeah, she is pretty good. Um, she likes to cry out a little bit and then she settles down. Is there a life in terms of showing? Is there a, a time period that you will show a cat for before you retire a cat, for instance, from competition? Um, you could retire a cat, but she's basically a breeding cat. So when she has babies, of course she can't show. So she'll have breaks in between. And then luckily for us, um, we have a really good desex section for the cats. So even if they were desex, they could compete in the other sections. So it's really good that way. I mean, she could be a show cat until she's, what, seven, eight years old? And then she can decide, well, I want to be a bed cat and sleep in bed all day and be a retired model. Shireen, do you remember your first cat show and what that experience was like when you decided that you were going to do this? Yes, it was frightening. I'm like, I was overwhelmed and I was like, what do I do? How do I do this? And now it's like a walk in the park. So, of course, initially, you know, you get a bit nervous because you're me meeting new people and you're seeing new breeds of cats. And, of course, you wonder how you measure up, to, you know, with all the other breeds. And you tell yourself it's a judge's opinion on the day, okay? And anything can happen at a different cat show. Just because you don't win today doesn't mean you can't win next week or next month. And then, of course, you know, regardless of whether she wins or not, she's still a winner in my heart. 2.5 year old neuter, British, short hair, very heavy, big boned cats, very plush feel, what a nice crisp coat, beautiful. My name is Barbara Harbour and my cat's name is Ambrit Smarty Marty, he's a British short hair and he's won two best in shows today. How long have you been in cat competitions and showing cats for? For about 13 years. And how did you get into it? I did it many years ago with a Siamese and I used to show dogs so I went to the dogs and didn't bother to show much. And then I met a friend who's become my best friend who is a breeder of these and I started with her with a 12-year-old male I've got now. This is a beautiful cat. He is. he is very beautiful and he definitely, I think, stole the hearts of some of the crowd today. But what is it like to have two judges from overseas come and judge your cat? 
It's wonderful. I love the overseas judges. He does very well under them. And what goes into keeping British short hairs for you? I mean, what goes into competition days like today and getting him ready? There's not a lot with Brits, except when they're losing coat. You need to give them a brush. But normally, if they're not losing coat, you just give them a hand groom, just pat them and get any loose hair out and, and everything. Just check their eyes and ears and otherwise they're good to go. And what do you like about showing cats? I love the social part. I've got some great friends in the cat world and just the competitive, I think, you know, being able to win. or But it, I still enjoy my friends winning as well. So, so it's a community for you? Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's um, very satisfying to come home from a show, even if you haven't won, just to have a day out with your friends and we have a laugh and we travel sometimes to shows interstate, so it's good. And he's obviously having a bit of a nap now that the hard work is done. He always naps, <laughs> <laughs> except when he plays. <laughs> so pretty easy cat to look after. Yes, he he's got a wonderful nature. You know, he, he's pretty good. They're, all the Brits are pretty good. You get the odd one, but most of them have a very laid-back nature. Hmm. And how many um, British short hairs do you have at any one time that you might be showing? I only ever show one or two at a time. And how long can they be on the circuit for? Well, a British doesn't mature until they're three years old. He's only two and a half. They have a, what we call a long bench life on the show you can show them up to, oh, any time really. I've got a nine-year-old, ten-year-old girl at home and she's looking pretty good at the moment, so I could bring her out if they had a golden oldies. And I guess, Barbara, it means that you've got to come back now for the yes, Supreme? Yes, So how do you think uh, his chances are going to be? Oh, he's against that Persian up there. Yes, so at any rate, we'll just have to see what the judge thinks on the day. So it would be nice... Anna. ABC Radio.